I can like I don't know. Did y'all know? That you took a picture in a hotel bathroom. That's not your bathroom. That's a hotel. And I can tell how nice or how not nice it is by the bathroom as well. And that's a cheap hotel. This dude got a lot of forehead. Oh my god. <laughs> I could go down the list. Okay. Welcome back to Midori's World. It's your girl, Midori. And this is my lovely guest star host, Jasmine Cash. Jasmine, tell them where they can find you. Tell them where you're at. What the and fuck the, is that? And I'm what the hell? Because my mascara is running. Probably because my life is falling apart. You have cute nails. I like the gray color. Are they almond? Anyway, Jasmine, where can they find you? I already said in help. <laughs> Jasmine can be found on Instagram. Jasmine Cash <laughs> is my real name or Chunky Carlos or Misfits Dreamland Wonderland. That will be on the side. I'm Midori. I'm just me. This is Midori's World. You can find me on Midori Days TV. And you can find me on Instagram on Miss Stories YouTube, which will be on the side. Back to today's lovely topic. Jasmine, tell them what the topic is. Uh, annoying, uh, terrible, bad types of fucking coworkers. We all yes. got them. We work with them. We don't. We try to make peace because we're here to make rent money, but they're just there. Bothering you at the place of which you work. <laughs> but they work there too, so you cannot snap. Now, I've had coworkers from hell, and I will definitely do deeper dives on my coworkers at each and every workplace I've been at. Just kidding. Maybe the few, maybe all. Um, oh, everyone's getting back checked. But, um, I guess to start, Jasmine, you start your story time. On, on some of the worst coworkers or horrible. People I've had a lot of annoying coworkers, but Talk like about the guy that got you fired—that's that should be the one that you oh, off. Oh no no no! I got him fired. Oh yeah, because <laughs> he, he tried to get me fired because he was an egotistic creep who that was wanted obsessed to be your friend, but you didn't want to be his he was friend. Obsessed with me, the kid was sick. This guy. First of all, listen, man, the job I had was dumb. It was stupid. I made seafood sandwiches. <laughs> and it just was a miserable existence. I was surrounded. All the customers were crazy rich white people who have no sense of manners or understanding, whatever. It's already a shitty and job. And probably say the N-word to BH. Oh, hell yeah. Oh man, I wish I could tell you how many fucking MAGA make <laughs> make America great fucking stupid shit that I saw down there. It was a nightmare. Um, <laughs> this guy comes from another location, strolls on by, like it's all cotton candy and rainbows up in this bitch. Not <laughs> fucking hell, <laughs> and it's hot because it's summertime. So calm down. Uh, long story short, this guy was a real fucking creep, okay? He was also hella homophobic when there was a 95% queer uh, workplace. 
it's just uh this guy was terrible and he would make a lot of complaints to my manager about me because i didn't want to have conversations with him you know because he was really gross and homophobic and misogynistic and, and probably also dumb so dumb he was a little dumb boy from the bronx and it just doesn't get any dumber than that it just oh my God. than a dumb bronx boy this guy was terrible like he would make comments about female workers bodies he would Mm-mm. call other gay co-workers slurs he would call customers slurs he'd call other fucking higher up people slurs is this anyone that you could call a slur he called them a slur <laughs> this guy sucks and he got promoted, which I don't know why. But that's him getting Capital promoted, America for you, like you know, they always they, promote the wrong ones. They do they really do? But and then they're just like, them. we have a sexual harassment case on our hands. How'd that happen? Like, man, he's been doing this even before you promoted him. I don't know why you're not listening. But yeah, was harassing people, <laughs> being gross. They promote this guy, so that gave him the okay to harass people harder, which <laughs> was dumb. So you complained to my manager about how I didn't show enough initiative and I wasn't engaged because I didn't talk to him. He was gross. (laughs) And there were a few times I gave him an attitude because he made my life difficult for no reason. And that's annoying. Explain these times he made your life difficult, Jasmine. I would love to. So we make soup at this place. (laughs) Soup, you guys, is really hot. We have to temp the soup by law at a 165 degrees. That's how the soup should be. On a regular Tuesday, that soup is 180 degrees. <laughs> that soup is hot. That is a whole 20 degrees hotter than we were supposed to keep it at. That shit was hot. All right. And one day, my hand slipped and it got all over my poor, bare, naked hand. My whole naked hand. You my should skin. have sued, Jasmine. I did. It was everywhere. My wrist burnt. I had burned myself a few, oh, two, like a week ago. Now imagine this. Oh, imagine this, but way worse. Jasmine, why did you not sue? You could have been manager. a billionaire. You could have found the floor and said, help, I can't get back up. I needed the soup. <laughs> Who am I suing? <laughs> I knew the soup was hot. I'm just stupid. No, you're not okay. stupid, Jasmine. They put it a hole. It was 180 degrees. They knew by state law. They should have stopped. Honestly, on the low, I could have came there with a briefcase, and I'm like, we're suing. We have First a case. All, I was fine, all right? It I hurt. would have screenshotted it and been like, it was she's great. going. She's going to get her money. Man, this is a time where I was really like, I have to do my job or I'll die. And oh, yeah, that was true. Listen, this was before the pandemic. That is the couple true. didn't want to do better. So now they have to pay me because they fucked up. That is true. That is true. Back to my story, though. Uh, imagine welts all over my wrists and hand. Oh, uh, my hand was swollen. Okay. It was red. It was glowing. It was throbbing. I had never felt a pain so intense in my life. And the soup did get on him a little bit, too, because it got on the floor. But here's the kicker. It fell on his foot. And guess what? He had two pairs of socks on. (laughs) So the motherfucker was ultra protected from the hot blazing soup. When I tell you 
I went to the back to rinse my hands and I had to wait to use the bathroom. So that was even more horrifying. So I'm sitting here holding my wrist, just like trying to hold in my screams of pain. And this dude comes to the back, talking to some other dude. He's like, hey man, what happened? He's like, ah, oh, she spilled some soup. My hand's on fire. This motherfucker's like, it's okay. <laughs> he takes a sock off. <laughs> and it's fucking fine. And I'm like, ah. So whatever. I pack it up. It was it was the end of my shift anyway. You know, a man is like, you can leave early if you want. I'm like, no, I need my tip. I need all my tip money. This is how sad and poor I am. The next day, I couldn't use my hand. I couldn't put pressure on my hand. Because yeah. the skin was raw like bacon i had my hand i had bacon hand okay so i couldn't lift anything heavy so i wasn't lifting heavy boxes and shit and i had to close with this asshole and i literally i simply asked him if he can lift a box of soda for me because my hand it just hurts (laughs) it has been burnt it hurts this is the next day it freaking hurts what did he say he like had an attitude about it. I was like, like really? And I'm like, yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> and then I found out that he was complaining to other people about me exaggerating <laughs> and faking it so I wouldn't have to do work. Did they not but see the welts and the- I had blisters on my hand and wrist. It was swollen for two days. <laughs> this motherfucker is like, she's faking it. She's so annoying. So, Mind you, this dude would never even be doing, he'd be doing all types of fucking shit, hanging out with other people, just never doing his job. But I was faking it. The one who literally always does everything. So what happened, Jasmine? Tell, tell us his, well, his expiration date. Well, he did it to himself. It was a busy day. And as usual, somebody is bothering me while there are 50 million people coming in for their fish sandwiches. Okay. And while I'm making these fish sandwiches, homeboy asked me to do something else. <laughs> and I simply asked right now because I was in the middle of making these fish sandwiches, <laughs> these seafood sandwiches. Like, my hands was in the bread. Like, I was <laughs> doing the thing. I was in the... There was orders on the line, and I was making them, and he asked me to do something else And as I was doing it. So I just asked him when he would like me to do that. And apparently, to him, that was very... It came out very attitude very rude, very not very nice. Uh... And he told my manager. And apparently he had been complaining to my manager for quite some time. Because no one else was complaining. As far as I knew. And if they were, they should have said it to my fucking face. (laughs) I don't know if any of you guys are getting it. But if Jasmine was a Powerpuff girl, she'd be Buttercup. (laughs) Point is. He's my manager sitting here and it's like, you're going to be on probation. If I hear anything, like, I don't want to have to fire you. I think you're great. But, you know, if I get any more complaints about you, we're going to have to terminate your time here. And I'm like, cool. I said nothing. And I tried to leave and get my tips with dignity. 
And then this guy, he started talking. <laughs> He's like, you know what? I just want to add on to what she had already said, which she had already said a lot. <laughs> He's like, just to add on, you know, I feel like you could be doing so much better if you just applied yourself more. And I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> He's like, yeah, like, it, for example, the example I gave you of which I was doing a thing and he asked me to do a different thing while I was doing the thing. I just ignored him. My manager saw my face. My manager was like looking at me and looking at him and was just like, okay, accessing the situation. I turned around. I didn't even leave the building. As soon as I turned my body away from these people, I pulled my phone out and immediately began writing my email <laughs> where I just put everything down, all the complaints that all of my other coworkers made about him because we talked about it often because we all hated him. Uh, all the complaints about him being homophobic, about him being misogynistic, about the sexual harassment, all of it, everything. Sent that bitch, maybe like 20 minutes later, my manager emails me back. She's like, oh, thank you for sending this to me. Uh, we'll review it, we'll have a talk with him, da da da. And then another 20 minutes later, I get a text. Yes, he's been fired effective immediately. <laughs> and it was amazing. And right after that, I walked past the thrift store and he was in the thrift <laughs> store, right? This was right before he got fired too. He was just in the thrift store. I'm like, that fucking bitch, he's about to get it to him. I walk another <laughs> it's gone. It's done. The job has evaporated into the sky. It's it's over. <laughs> it's over. And it was the most exhilarating thing to have ever happened to me. <laughs> and that's the only time I've successfully got rid of an annoying coworker. <laughs> and I think shitty men who are really homophobic and like to say gross, weird things to women they're working with absolutely deserve to lose their jobs all the time. But also on that note, because <laughs> now I can segue into one of my stories. Um, it's called the manager, the girl and the girl just trying to do her job. Um, <laughs> that's what my doing her job. Yeah. Because I was doing my job and the manager and the girl were not doing their job. They were dating. Um, Yo, did someone? Yo, guys, I ambulance with the lights on, but not the sirens. Yo, that that was crazy. That was crazy, guys. I just saw side jazz Miss Williams. It's just ambulance, like just ambulance lights, just bright, just bright. And homegirls like is on the like second or third floor, so it's just wild. But anyway, (laughs) so. Again, to my story, it's called The Manager, The Girl, and The Girl Just Trying to Do Her Job. Once upon a time, not long ago, I worked at a clothing store. I won't name the clothing store until later in my life when I make animated videos about it. Um, But basically, uh, I worked at a clothing store, and I uh, I I had a position that was higher. It's it's a long story, but I had, I had, like, power but not too much that's the best way to put it anyway uh i guess i was no it doesn't matter anyway so there was a girl who was screwing a manager mind you this girl was a freshman and this guy was like a couple years older than her or so a freshman in college yeah okay and he was a couple years older than her 
Now, this girl had beef with me. This girl and the other girl I work with, they had the biggest beef with me. And literally, they look like... <laughs> she looked like... They look like Doodle Bops from Spongebob. One looked like, <laughs> like a Doodle Bop from Spongebob. And the other one looked like... You, you remember the Spongebob movie? Me, hoi, me, hoi. And then the other one looked like... What is that thing called in Spongebob the movie? When they went to that movie, they went to that that place where he had the Sundays. You know what I'm talking about? The anglerfish? No, it was like it was like uh, I forget what it's called, but Goofy Goober. Yeah, she looked like a fucking Goofy Goober. This girl's a buck teeth with her ponytail. She can't even put her little perm in a ponytail coming up to me trying to be disrespectful. Ooh, Pull your hair not- back, girl. Pull your hair back. You don't got none. You also don't got no edges. And your friend looking like little like me hoy me oi doodle bop over oh here trying God. to start some beef with me. <laughs> These bitches didn't know who I was. But, Why? you know, at the same time, just like Jasmine states, I was trying to keep my job. Uh, my peace of mind was slowly deteriorating, and but I was trying to keep my job. And I was okay at it. Um, I was actually pretty good. So back to the story, this girl had the biggest beef with me. And the reason why she had the biggest beef with me was because this doodle bop looking girl like probably said some stuff and she probably believed it and just thought that, you know, like, oh, my God, this girl is like talking shit. I was never talking shit. I never really had a problem with her. But then she when she started having beef with me, then I was like, OK, baby girl, I didn't care. But now you're talking. You're talking out of your mouth. And let me tell you guys something on a 100 a buck. And Jasmine will attest to this. If you have a problem with me, I will come up to you and ask you what the problem is. Jasmine, am I right or am I wrong? And I came up to these little doodle bops and goopy goobers and I asked them what the problem was and these bitches couldn't say what it was. So in the name of Flo Millie, I, I don't test me. I will come up to you and ask you what the problem is. And if you can't tell me what the problem is, then you need to keep it. You need to keep my name out of your mouth. These little pretty little things be thinking that they could be saying whatever they want to say. But then when I question it, they got nothing. They got dust. They got dust. You're doing all of this. But when I come around. But when I pop off. And then then it's so funny because the gag is when when I talk to them, like other coworkers would say, yeah, they're going around asking who told you and like, like, you know, who said it? Uh, bitch, people like me. People don't like you. You look like a doodle bop and your friend looks like a goofy goober. No one likes you. You guys, you guys, you guys buy tighter jeans to show the ass that you guys don't have. And I'm just putting that out there because you know what? These girls literally Literally, I, I, now I'm a kind person, but these girls deserve what they're getting from me. They deserve it. Looking like Madagascar. Anyway, anyway. How you had like this girl looked like Sid from? from oh, I thought we were from done. Ice Age. But anyway, let me tell my truth. Let me tell my story. So Goofy Goober, Goofy Goober was dating a manager and she had beef with me. 
Now, there was no problem with that. But think about two people ganging up on you. You're bringing it to people's attention. Everyone knows. But I'm still handling it. I'm still being good, right? Mm. Now, she has beef with me. And I, like, bring it up to the attention because I'm like, you know what? Either I bring it up to the attention or I'm fighting. And let me tell you, I might be 5'3", but she's about to be 5'1 after I punch her in the face. She's about to go down a height. She might be 6, but I'm, I'm ready to fight. And this little girl, she was like, oh, my God, I'm scared. First of all, first of all, if you can talk all that good shit, you better back it up. If you buck, if you if you could say all that stuff, but you can't say it to my face, then we have a problem. Okay, because whatever I said behind your back, when you asked me if I said it, baby girl, I said it to your face, too. Period. I was not afraid. So if you're afraid of me, you're like, oh, my God, I'm scared. I'm scared what she's going to do. Okay. If you got to talk shit right next to a manager, you can't talk shit when the manager's not there. Then you're a little, you know what you are. You're dust, bitch. You're dust. You're a goofy goober who has no ass and literally God God knows how you sit down. (laughs) God God knows how you sit down on chairs with the plank board you have but <laughs> coming up to me being disrespectful like bitch I can't roast your ass but anyway back to the story uh you know what actually she reminded me of mystery with those two she had yee snaw bitch yee snaw anyway so yeah so she was coming for me and her boyfriend, who was also a manager, who was also older than her, who was also cheating on her with another manager. Yeah, maybe instead of trying to mind my business and act like I want your man, maybe you should see who your man's actually fucking. Because he also wasn't fucking you, girl. He was fucking someone else at the store. But you were so concerned about me because you know I'm a pretty young thing. I'm, I'm, let me tell my truth. Let me tell my truth. But you were so concerned about me because I look so good and saucy. And just living my best baddie life that you actually let the real woman who is cheating and screwing your man go. So now you look stupid. So now all that time you were sucking stuff behind the scenes in the closets after work. You look stupid because he cheated on you. How you look. You look dumb. Anyway, I'm in this closet. Her man is talking to me. And, you know, I start to realize, you know. On a real note, he probably thinks that there's a thing. I don't know. But the the whole point is she thought that I wanted her man. That's so wild. And she tried to make my life a living hell. And the gag is on them because at the end of the day, their life was living hell because I quit. And um, I left them with all the work. I took all the hours. I was like, I'm going to take all the hours. I took all the hours. I was like, yes, give me all the hours. And then I quit. And then you know who had to take my hours? Those bitches. So um, they could go fuck themselves. But the whole point of the story is that she was really over here looking like Plank from Ed Ed and Eddie trying to come for me. Uh, (laughs) Looking like Plank from Ed Ed and Eddie. And if you don't know what that is, look it up. Looking like Plank. (laughs) This girl came for the wrong one. 
She came for the wrong one. I'm not the one, I'm not the two, and I'm not the three, bitch. I am never the one. We ain't none of those numbers. <laughs> none of those numbers. And what happened when I would confront her? She'd go cry. Oh, my God, I'm scared. Oh, oh, really? Because you got broken too. Did she so, say those words? Yeah, she's like, oh, my God, I don't like confrontation. But she's over here talking shit about everyone in group chats. And then and then when I confronted her on it, I was like, I was like, I don't like the way you're talking to me in this group chat. She was like, oh, my God, stop talking. Bitch, I'm texting. It's a group chat. Use your noggin. Do you not know how group chats go? But anyway. It's a group chat. <laughs> and then she and then she and then she left the chat and I was like, Yeah, you could have done that before if you didn't like me standing up for myself. Anyway, the whole point of the story is that this girl tried me. She tried me and I was not the one. I was not the two. I was not the three. Little plank from Ed, Ed and Eddie tried me. And this bitch had to learn the hard way that I was not the one. Her and her little goofy goober looking. Me hoy, me hoy, doodle bop friends, looking like Sid from Ice Age, came for me. And I was minding my own damn business, just having a good ass time. And these bitches tried to bring me down. But my wrinkles, which are none, I didn't lose sleep over these hoes. I look great. I look stunning. And you know what? I'm doing great. But what I want to say is, he cheated on you. Oh and my god. While he was downstairs. And you know how I know this? Because I I I know the tea. I know the tea. I got the tea and I'm about to dish it. So while she was living her life thinking that I was the biggest bitch in the world for no reason, probably because she has a lot of insecurities about herself, but hey, I can't be, you know, at fault for the way you feel about yourself. But anyway, he was downstairs talking to another manager saying, "Hey, what are we going to do about us?" And it didn't uh, include her. It didn't include her. Because they were fucking. Uh, While he was messing around talking to her, they were fucking. And it wasn't uh, once. It was more than once. Just said, so uh, you know. <laughs> so that's my truth. And before, um, to all the girls out there who are thinking about messing with their managers, um, oh, it never listen. ends well. I will say this right now. Fucking coworkers is always a bad idea. It's and always I have- a bad idea, but I just want to say this one point, Jasmine. If you are specifically screwing someone who's in power than you and they don't even promote you, you look dumb. Uh, if you are going to sleep with a guy in power, um, I- at least I get mean, something out of it. Is it the power that you're sleeping with them or are you sleeping with them? I'm just, just saying, if you if you are literally going to be like my boyfriend's the manager, well, it's funny how your boyfriend's the manager and you're you're trying to make it seem like he's all that, but your ass ain't promoting. Seems like you ain't doing enough tricks to make shit go up. Seems like seems like you ain't doing enough enough tricks for for you to actually get that paycheck up. Let's talk about it. So before you come for me, before you ever, before anyone ever comes for me, you better know I'm not the one. And I might be nice and I might be sweet, but don't ever try me. Like this goofy goober plank from Ed and Eddie flat ass, flat body, looking ass bitch tried to do with me. If she ever, and she deserves it. And she knows she does. And um, 
that's all I have to say. So don't fuck your manager. Don't be dumb. And if and if and if someone's trying to put you against or pit you against somebody, and they're just living their best life, maybe instead of thinking, try to get to know them before you hate on somebody. Yeah, <laughs> mind your damn. If someone is minding their damn business and you choose to hate on them, you have no life. And she didn't. Yeah. I was her life. I they were obsessed with me. Obsessed. She was obsessed with me. They were so obsessed with me that they couldn't Honestly, get me out of their head. Every single time people want to constantly fuss, it's like, bitch, what is your problem? Why are you obsessed? Yeah, like Go when on. people are going out of their way to hate on you or spread rumors about you or talk shit about you, it's because they're so obsessed. And you know what? I get it. I get it that I have the sauce. I get it. I get it that sometimes Yeah, I get it that sometimes I shine so bright and you just want you just want your sunlight. But baby, it's not for you. And you you won't dim me. I'm always gonna be bright. I will always be the night star. Okay, baby girl. And let me tell you another thing. Try me again. Try me again. Cause you got all all your tries are done. So try me again on these streets and you will see another Midori. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's my story of the manager, the girl, and the girl who just wanted to do her job. That's how it ends. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you for that. Uh, I was it was say, captivating. Um, I was going to say, uh, speaking of coworkers having sex with each other, I think it's always a bad idea to fuck somebody that you work with I think it's always a bad idea and I wasn't a part of this situation but I had to witness it and it made me very unhappy this was at the same job by the way this job sucked (laughs) this job fucking sucked it paid my bills but at what cost uh but these two folks man this girl she used to work at a different kiosk in the same food hall it's always a kiosk. it's always a different kiosk she wallowed her way to, <laughs> on over to our kiosk started working for us and um was incredibly annoying when i tell you this bitch was the whitest bitch i have ever had the displeasure to encounter it this bitch, she's from Texas, mm-hmm. blonde, blue-eyed, like so just like full of way too much energy. Like she wakes up smiling type energy. Like, oh. like you're so happy because you've never actually had any real struggles in your oh. life. Oh, that's because I'm like, you could wake oh. up happy. But if you've ha- never had a struggle happy, that's a type. You're bitch in America. Because there's that's- like people that have to like, they they like wake up every day and like, I'm going to be happy. I choose. Like life is not uh, gonna listen, get me. Man, every day is not about being happy. That's not true happiness. Okay. That's you can't be too. happy without loss. And I think people who are happy all the time are sick. That's well, not the they're, point. They're also the 1% of people that are just okay. They're just happy. There are people, the only people that are completely happy are like without struggle are like, hey, woo, are people who have the privilege to be. So or they're dead can, inside. Yeah, you fuck off, you know. <laughs> Back to this bitch. This bitch, whitest bitch of ever. She was also a theater kid, so she was really annoying. <laughs> like, just I'm sorry to all the theater kids out there. I no, think you I'm guys not. are cool. No, um, they're not. 
They're sort they of know. funny. I like theater kids. No. Unless they're crazy. I've had some bad experience with theater kids. Is one of the theater kids that sang everything she did, was like full of too much energy. Like, wow, wow, wow. It's like, bitch. It's like she's the embodiment of cocaine, which you probably. Oh my God. <laughs> like, Sis was so irritating. So she started working with us, and I just wish I never had a conversation with this girl. I wish I never did. She was so annoying. I've been to her home too. I didn't go to her bathroom. It wasn't her, but point is this bitch just to give you an idea of how annoying she is the first thing she ever said to me was like hey you live in new york i'm like yeah i lived here my whole life she's like wow that's so cool how do you feel about all the gentrification first conversation with me um i would have turned around and i would have said uh do you feel like you're a part of it i is a part of it she moved here from texas to be a theater person. <laughs> I think the biggest issue um, on the topic of gentrification is uh, what Jasmine's saying is correct, but let me just dive a little bit deeper into it. So Nothing gent- I said is correct at all. Yeah, no, no, it's, it's all right. But the issue with people coming from different states is they play um, inflated prices for um, pricing for um, apartments, not knowing the pricing or the how things should be in New York City, which then increases the, the pricing for everyone else, which then outprices the actual citizens or original New Yorkers. So the next mm-hmm. time you are trying to get an apartment in New York, think to yourself, is this... Just don't. Yeah. Don't come don't come maybe here. be a room a roommate situation from, aside from the money it also uh, you literally are just colonizing neighborhoods it's usually in poor neighborhoods people of color live there neighborhoods i hate it when people like, like come to your neighborhood and they're like it's dangerous yeah well then don't then come why are you here because it's Please. cheap then yeah, maybe go back home. They run out everybody's grandmothers, uncles, families out of their apartments to then either renovate them and hike up the rent for all these fresh new white people. And they are white people to come into their neighborhoods yeah. and then open up their little cupcake and coffee shops everywhere. And everything costs $10 or more. It's ridiculous. We hate you. Stop coming here. I hate you. Especially Stop. if you're going to say it's dangerous. <laughs> I, I just don't like when people say that because it's just like because they're black. It's like, here. Oh, it's a little sketchy over here, this part of town. Yeah. Never, it, the whole point of New York is everything is sketchy. Let's be real. It's so sketchy here. Oh my God. You come out here at night. Manhattan oh is sketchy. Queens is sketchy. I feel like as a, I feel like as a true New Yorker, you realize that New York is just a sketchy place and we are all sketchy. We just yeah. live around. You know what? We love it here. We live it here. So and... there's going to be sometimes people are doing weird ass shit on the train and you just ignore them and you just keep on pushing. You just keep on pushing. But if they come up to you and try to do some weird shit, you pepper spray the shit out of then them. Then you fucking fight. And that's the thing that these bitches won't do. <laughs> They're just but like, back oh to your story. She was extremely happy. But she's not annoying bitch. She's that annoying white bitch who came from Texas to be annoying and white. She's a little small town girl with big city dreams. <laughs> this bitch was annoying. I could not stand her, but I stayed quiet about it because she was so loud. It was easy to just shut up around her because she talked enough. She talked so much and with unprovoked. You didn't like if no one was talking, she would continue talking. 
<laughs> she'd just be like, I think today's pretty great. What do you think about this? I think that's cool. Look at that guy over there. It's like, bitch, we, I don't like you, but I stay quiet. <laughs> so that's annoying. And on top of that, there was another guy there that we all liked. He was the only other white male that was probably in her age group. Yeah. She clearly hasn't been with a lot of men of color. You can tell. I could see it on her dumb white face with her stupid freckles. <laughs> this bitch finds the one white dude there and they fuck. <laughs> they are fucking. And everyone knew that they were going to fuck. But like adults, <laughs> they don't care. <laughs> but this bitch had a Halloween party at her house. The one I went to and the one that I did at her bathroom. Oh Halloween party. A lot of things happened that party. Uh, do I regret it? No. What I do regret is the things that I heard come out this girl's mouth. Oh, God. <laughs> Literally. She decides to gather everybody in her little funky apartment in Brooklyn. What is As she like, doing? She's like, everybody, we have an announcement. Oh no! Mind you, everybody's already drunk. We're all drunk. She... I have done drugs. <laughs> it's I feel over. like when you say uh, everybody, we have an announcement. It better be I'm pregnant, or I'm married, or I'm buying a home. I either or one I'm leaving, which is what I would have preferred. Yeah, that too. <laughs> so, sis is like, we have an announcement. Like all drunk and oh. excited, and she's like we're fucking well she said we're hooking up or some shit like that and they were like yeah and everyone was just looking at them like this didn't need to be announced and no one first cares. of all we already knew <laughs> no one you're the only two white people in their mid-20s who else are you gonna fuck <laughs> like let's think about that second of all uh yeah you're right that did not need to be announced it didn't need to be announced it didn't need to be talked about in such a public space. I think they could have comfortably fucked each other in silence. Yeah, I think and that that's how you should do that. That sounds very toxic to tell everyone your business. And listen, man, the fact that she asked me about gentrification while being the gentrifier <laughs> lets you know who she is. That's very, uh, that's very deaf. That's very tone deaf. Oh, hell very yeah. Deaf. The whitest woman I've ever met. And that's, and we've met some white people. And she has trumped them all. <laughs> That's very funny. She has trumped them all. That was That's, good. That was good I got work play. I'm smart. It's an election year. <laughs> Vote early. One of my nails came off. But back to the anyway, story. So, yeah, I don't think you should fuck your coworkers. And I don't think you should announce it to all your coworkers. Did they, did they, what happened to them? Did they date or what? Um, I think it just got really weird and messy and I don't know, but they both have relationships separate from each other now. Uh, he's with a cute girl and she's with a guy that looks like a orange noodle. Oh, uh, I hope you that's talk about out. me with Plank from Ed and Eddie and you called him an orange noodle. It's the same. <laughs> that lady asked how I felt about gentrification. <laughs> so fucker <laughs> and her noodle boyfriend that guy looks like he doesn't eat and she won't let him <laughs> oh my god <laughs> all the pictures they have together she's like and he's just like 
please feed me please (laughs) throw me a cracker like nobody should you know that meme with people with blue eyes and it's just that picture of Miley Cyrus like (laughs) that's how her eyes be looking just big blue and dead (laughs) well Miley was dead inside when she worked for Disney she was very much so dead inside I think everyone with blue eyes are and back to the other points of coworkers. Do you have another story, Jasmine? Or is this the... Well, I've had a lot of really, really... Actually, I have another story of a coworker. And I'm going to call this one the girl trying to do her job, trying to protect young girls from a 40-year-old man and stranger danger. So I, this is the same store. I worked at the same store and there was a guy, we're going to call him, we're going to call him, we're going to call him stranger danger. We're going to call him yet. We're going to call him stranger danger. Stranger danger. So stranger danger got hired at my job after doing weed in the bathroom before his job. Like he literally left a bong or like those little pipe bongs in and he still got the job. He would get high. Not, like at the, at the place? Yes. At the place of work? He came to the interview, got the interview. He left drugs in the bathroom, and they still hired him. But anyway. This that just says a lot about the job. Also, itself. he would always talk about this perfume he had, and he was like, it's whale bile. And um, fun fact, whale bile is used in a lot of uh, a perfume. But he would... He was like he would. It was like this big. It was like as it was like as big as a Tic Tac container. He would and he would be like, my friend bought me this. It's nine hundred dollars. It has whale bile in it. It smells so good. And then he would spray it and he'd be like, and I'm just like, sir, like where are you from? And mind you, this guy looked like Napoleon. Like literally, he looked like Napoleon. That's the best way. He looked like Napoleon, but he wasn't Italian. He was Spanish, but he was Napoleon. But yeah, anyway, he had a Napoleon complex and he would he would like he would be like so nice and sweet. But if he wasn't getting his way, he'd like switch and be a dick. So one day, the first time he switched with me, he had it. I was like, maybe he's having a bad day. The second time he switched with me, I was like, listen here, stranger danger. Uh, I think you are sometimes an asshole and I need you not to do this to me. Okay. Um, you better talk to me professionally or we're going to have a problem and I will report you. And he was like, no, Midori. And I was like, we're not playing this. I'm not playing this with you. Stranger danger. I, you, you are older. Like, like, don't let me blow your spot because you're hitting on these 15 year old girls and you're like pushing 45. So don't press me because I'm not the one to be pressed. So as you guys can tell, this job pressed me a lot. And let me tell you, they never found the right button, but but I did find theirs. I did find theirs. Nice. But that's a whole other story that will be animated. Um, just watch out for it. Anyway, so yeah. So people would come up to me and say, hey, you know, this guy is doing very uncomfortable stuff. Midori makes me feel very uncomfortable. And, of course, I would report it to the higher-ups. But because this guy had such good numbers, they said nothing. They would allow him to do shitty things like that. And it's very disgusting. Very, very oh disgusting. Um, but he, one time I saw him talking to a girl, and I remember the girl telling me, 
you know, oh, this guy makes me feel uncomfortable. And this is a note for even men of something you should do. If you know that someone has told you in confidence that a person makes them feel uncomfortable and you see that person trying to interact with that person, it is sort of your place to then help that person. If they told you in confidence, hey, this person makes me feel uncomfortable, like, you know, I don't like being left alone with them, and you're in a place or a position to help, you should help. You should not just watch. And if you feel uncomfortable doing it, get someone to help. Even mm-hmm. if the, even if we all work at the same job, get someone to help. So he was talking to this girl, flirting with her, and literally I swooped in and he was like saying like, oh, yeah, you look so good. Like those jeans look really nice on you. And I said, hey, you know, let's play a game. And and he was like, yeah, sure. And I was like, OK, so this is a game. So I was like, truth or dare. And I made the dare like so ridiculous. I was like, you can either do this or you can tell us your real age. Um, because I think that you're pushing 40 and you're talking to a girl who's barely 18. So let's talk about it. And mm-hmm. and then he started <laughs> laughing and I started laughing. I was like, because we all know you're 45. And he was like, no, Majora. I was like, so then what is your age? What is it? Does anyone know? How old are you? Because she's really young. She's young. She she barely got out of her diapers last year. So let's talk about it. Like, where, where she's young. She's young oh for a 45 year old. Um, who has a Napoleon complex and you know like just spazzes out and he seemed like he seemed like he was very like prejudiced like he was very like uh like racist and homophobic so uh in certain ways um I knew that since I was black he would just automatically think I'd be an angry black woman so I used that to my advance and I was like oh yeah the angry black woman will come out of me I was like I was like you want to go there and he just went back to his place but he, he touched a couple girls, you know. He did a whole lot of stuff, and he still worked at that place until it closed. Or they fired him later on. But the whole point is uh, this guy – oh, look at my cat. He's right there. But this guy did a whole lot of fucked up stuff, but because his numbers were good, he was allowed to stay and harass a lot of women. And that's disgusting because that's that's a company not taking accountability for – how it has affected their women. Like imagine these girls now growing up who might seem like, like might laugh it off in front of you, but behind the scenes might be traumatized. You know, not everyone like, you know, openly like says that they're traumatized. Not everyone talks about their trauma. A lot of people deal with that in their, in their, in their, in their comfort of their own home, you know, when they're by themselves, you know, sometimes trauma shows up later on in life. Sometimes it doesn't affect you until like days, years later. But the whole fact is that some guy was out here doing predatory stuff to little girls or young girls who were not asking for it and because his numbers were good no one was doing anything and that's disgusting and Mm -hmm. and we need to do better we need to do better and when I was there I did better I did better and I made sure and I reported and I said and I fought and, you know, even even for the girls that didn't like me, I still stood beside them because even if I don't like you, you don't deserve someone making you feel uncomfortable at work. Mm-hmm. Put that aside. Even if you don't like someone, woman to woman, if I see something, I should help you because no one deserves to be harassed at work, especially. No one deserves that. And I wouldn't put it on my worst enemy. 
not even Ed Eddie Plank looking bitch. And and you know that brings me to my point though, guys. Um, there's so many things that happen at work. There's so many horrible people. And uh, corporate America puts a lot of it, slides a lot of it under. And if you feel like you are being harassed, you always have a choice. There's something called EOOC, EEOC, or EOCC. I think it is. It's EOCC. But it is basically government runs. And if anyone sexually harasses you, if anyone discriminates you, or anything of that shit, you can go on the website and file a claim. And they have to. The government has to come in and check out your place to see if it's up to conduct and if it's a healthy work environment. And if it is not and they don't fix it, you can sue and win money. So they fix it or they get sued. Which one do you think they can choose? And they can't fire you because you filed the claim. And if they fire you under under like wrong pretenses, you can add that and just win the lawsuit. So point taken. A lot of the time, we think that when we are getting sexually harassed, there's nothing we can do. But there is so much. and um, But even before it gets there, it should not be, there should not be work environments of that happening. And a lot of retail, a lot of, a lot of, uh, of you know, like, like, like food industry jobs, a lot of just like jobs that you get when you get out of college or you're in college type of jobs, a lot of those jobs a lot of people are getting sexually harassed and no one's saying anything about it because numbers, because of money. And that shouldn't be it. They shouldn't have never kept that guy. And um, that's just something I wanted to say. It's just something that spoke to me and um, that's the type of coworker I worked with. And every time I saw that guy, I read that guy for filth. Like I checked him. I was like, God, like if it's my hour and I'm there and I'm working a 10-hour shift, you best believe I'm going to make sure that my girls are safe. Every time. I don't play games like that. So, yeah, that's what I have to say. Yeah. <laughs> and that's my that's my stranger danger and the girl who just wanted to do her job. You know, mm. take that shit passionately. So, what about you, Jasmine? Uh, <coughs> uh, I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. That was really deep right back there for a sec. No, it's just like it triggered me because it's just like I like even after I left, someone would text me and be like, yeah, you know, uh, you know, so and so's harassing me. still. I wish you were here. And it's like that shit broke my heart because it's just like no one's helping you and everyone's acting like they're helping you. Everyone's like, yeah, I got your back. But who's really helping you, you know? And that's disgusting. Everyone's putting their money, you know, like. And it's one thing to keep a person who's sexually harassing or touching people, but it's another thing to at least, like, make sure or make boundaries so that way he doesn't touch people. And I, at some point, they had him on the second floor, the men's floor, so that way he wouldn't be around the girls. But then when sales would get low, they would have him on the main floor with all the girls. So it just, to what end is money important? To what end? To what end? To what end is your morality not can be bought out? To what end? Because those girls who work there who then have to deal with that shit, you're not paying for their for their therapy bills. You're not paying for something that they might take like longer. Like you're not paying for you're not paying for all the anxieties that I got told that these girls had, you know? You're not you're not helping with that. So what are you doing to what end? 
No job is worth it. And I will say that. No job is worth it. If any coworker makes you feel uncomfortable, you always have a right. And if anyone makes you feel like you don't, then you you prove them wrong. And I'm so sick and tired of these fucking companies taking advantage of women, waiting for them to quit, waiting for them to quit instead of instead of thinking like, oh, that like, you know, they'll just quit. They won't do anything. They won't say. And I will always give a person a run for their money. I will always give a company a run for their money when it comes to shit like that. Try me and I will give you the hardest time you've ever had. And and that's just what I have to say, but you know, there's there's something called EOCC, um, and or it's EOCC or something like that. But just look it up if you ever run into problems like that at your workplace. If they're ever being horrible to you, file a claim, and it has to get checked. And if your coworkers are being nice to you, it's only because they know that you have the right to file a claim. And if the government proves it, you can sue. And it'll be a class action lawsuit, and they will have to pay you millions. So the more you know, you always have a right. That's all I have to say. I just got passionate about that because, you know, like, it's, it's, just, it's just a sad thing to see. And... You know, you work with so many coworkers and you like there's so many things that I've seen. But when it comes to sexual harassment at the workplace, I don't play with that shit like that shit's really fucked up. And it, it hurts me even more when I see girls who are younger dealing with that shit. You know, like, how dare you? You're 45 years old. You're 45 or whatever, 35 touching, trying to trying to flirt with 16 year old girls. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Like, really? Just because you're trying to act cool and young doesn't make you. And if you see someone's uncomfortable, don't keep on pushing. If she's not into you, leave her alone. Don't talk about her. Don't try to call her a bitch. You are pathetic, and you're an old man. Get your shit together and date women your age. How about that? Date women who will give you a run for your money. How about that? Instead of instead of trying to prey on little girls, creep. That's all I have to say. But yeah, coworkers, they're they're crazy. <laughs> they're crazy. You know, you got the doodle bops. You got you got you got the doodle bops. <laughs> you got you got the doodle bops. You got the Eddie, Eddie Eddie planks. Like you got all these bitches who be trying to talk shit. And all I'm saying is that if you're if you if you are doing something sexual with something at your workplace, um, and and also that brings another point to what you said, Jasmine. If you sleep with someone at your workplace and then they are in a place of power and they're using that against you, transfer or report oh, them. Sexual harassment too, by the way. Like if they use it against you and try to use it as leverage for shit or leverage to get you to perform more sexual acts then it's harassment it's no longer both consensual on both ends and you gotta go you are pressuring them and that is not okay so absolutely and that happens a lot too you know but i mean hey listen my first story was to reporting a guy i got no problem reporting somebody play something i don't give a fuck but a lot of women do a lot of women have a lot of because they feel like they're like it's, it's looked down upon, you know, for women to. But that's why you have to know your rights, man. And it's true. Like they people can't they can't fire you for making claims and reports because then that counts as discrimination, as well as 
fucking you make you basically admit to the crime by doing shit like that oh we'll fire them no you can't do that and you have so much power you know yeah and um i just feel like uh there's so many people in the workplace there's people who have bad bo there are people that always want to talk to you but never but never have a tic tac they don't even know what a tic tac is they never seen one they never heard of one and but their breath definitely needed one um i'm all right i've worked with people that other coworkers would be like their breath stinks and i would never <laughs> know because i don't stand next to anyone <laughs> i don't stand i worked with someone that smelled like fish before and i was just like woof child fish I feel smells like straight up anchovy oh no i did have one coworker who did smell a little funky and also wouldn't do anything properly and when I would try to help him and correct him, he'd be real like, oh, like weird and sarcastic. He was like a comedian apparently outside of work. This guy was not funny at all. Like nothing he ever did was funny to me. And he kind of smelled like an old man, but he was like my age, which is depressing. I think most, I think a lot of white men just like, get to a certain age and then just smell bad forever. Thank you, Jasmine. <laughs> Thank you. Maybe. But no, there was this guy that worked in my workplace and I always smelt him before I saw him. I always smelt him before I saw him. Yep, that's him. It's coming. He's on his way. And when he speak to me, one time he smelled so bad, like I almost threw up. I was like, damn. And then, and then it was so bad that my managers had to talk to him about deodorant. That's how bad it was. When you have to be talked to about deodorant and wearing deodorant on the job. And he was so offended, but he really <laughs> needed to wear deodorant. He really had to. Like, if, the, I, if the problem is that he's allergic, I get it because a lot of deodorants are really bad for us. Yeah. But um, find something that Febreze. Natural. You could Febreze your clothes. Something. Uh, yeah, just spray the clothes a little bit. Shave your armpits if it. Well, all I'm saying is that when you, when your, workplace that you come to for five hours, seven, maybe ten or twelve. If was they, this food or retail? This was retail. This was clothing. Okay, if they, they come, gotta work with food because they would have. You, you gotta go. You can't stay here <laughs> serving food and you smell like a dead person. <laughs> If you come to your workplace and you clock in and they're like, you got to put on deodorant, it's time It's time for you to change your life. It's time for Ayana to fix your life. It's time to to use soap. I had... I don't think he washes booty hole, to be honest. I believe it. I believe most... And then you know uh, what's the crazy part? He was always like, these girls want me. Who? Who? Who yes. checking for him? They can't even breathe around you. Exactly. <laughs> he was like, he was like, you know, these girls, you know, uh, and he would talk about how he would treat these girls. And I'm just like, this girl's giving you a chance and you smell like, like you smell like fish on a bad day. And this Damn. girl's giving you a chance. And I know she smells it, which means that somewhere, somewhere I mean, something went wrong too. in her life. Oh, no, no, I mean, she stinks too. Whoever, if you are with somebody who stinks, you stink too. It's or maybe that, or maybe you have a low self-esteem, or maybe you think that you could get them to use soap. Maybe. And listen, you can't change anybody. <laughs> I 
never worked with this person, but apparently when I worked at the sex shop, there was someone who did work there before, like long years before. And one of our managers, she had been there since she was like 18. She was like in her 40s and shit as I was working. I'm like, that bitch, that bitch will die there. <laughs> and it'll be her choice to die there. She will be buried there. She will haunt there after she is gone. That is her life. But she would tell us about a woman who would work there and would smell so bad. So bad that customers would cover their nose while speaking to her. Imagine you you came to buy a dildo and you're just like I gotta go. Actually, I could buy this on Amazon. (laughs) So it got to a point where like they made my manager, the lady, they made her tell her and she was younger at the time and she was like she was she was like I was crying because I don't know how to tell somebody that they think. And now this woman doesn't give a fuck. She tells everybody they stink. And there was another girl that worked there while I was there was two stores. We were sister stores. It was like owned by the same guy. They on the same block. And there's just two of us. I don't know. Different names, same thing. One had more dance wear, the other one strictly dickly toys. Maybe some laundry out. She worked at the other store. I worked at this store before it closed. And I've never smelled her because I only saw her in passing, but everyone said she stinked. They said she smelled like musty water. And that's a hard have. <laughs> uh, you know what it is. And it's just wrong. <laughs> it's My whole just- thing is when people compare you to water and it's bad, it's just what happened well, good but when it's bad <laughs> so bad but jasmine we are coming at the one hour mark already yeah. i had so many more horror stories i have so many co-workers i didn't like we could do a part two we can do a part two i didn't even tell you about the mean girl at the sex shop oh she was so mean <sighs> she broke her leg she got hit by a car <laughs> now they want to know Jasmine, no. Jasmine, Jasmine, we have to tell that story. We'll do a part two. We'll do a coworker's part two because I can I can definitely tell you some crazy stories too about um the man who 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 threw up blood at my store <laughs> or the man who took off his pants and then I was told to come and help him to tell him not to take off his pants. Was I can a tell customer? Yes. See, that's different from coworkers. Customer horror. I could go on till I'm dead about customers. I could talk about a job interview I went on and someone was like, this person overdosed in the bathroom. <laughs> at the job, they were just like, yeah, you know, someone overdosed in the bathroom here. And I was just like. Did you get the job? No. <laughs> Would you take it even if you did? Yeah, it was a job. No, someone died there. <laughs> but just in the bathroom, it wasn't like in the store. I'm not working nowhere. You have to use the bathroom sometime. Yeah, but like they overdose. I mean, shit happens. You know? I'm not gonna work where someone has died. I'll just be in there and I'll be peeing, and I'm just like, this is crazy. Technically, I already did work somewhere where they died. Apparently, the original owner for the sex shop died in the basement of the store. How? I don't know, but that place was a little spooky. <laughs> the dicks were haunted. 
You know what, guys? It's a little spooky. <laughs> and with that said, guys, uh, this is Bedoy's World. Uh, that is Jasmine and her spooky dick story. And um, happy yeah. Halloween, I guess, guys. Happy yeah. Halloween. <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs>